Hey. Hey, <laughs> sir. I tell you, when it's tough, it's it's difficult. It's difficult. My, the app was bouncing me. It said, "Would you you should open this up in Facebook?" And then it went. I opened it up in Facebook. It says, "But what, do you want to open it up in the app?" And then it would. I'd say yes, and it'd bring me back to Facebook. I'm like, someone's messing with me here. <laughs> and, my, and my computer's still trying to boot up. It's just amazing. I got to get something going fixed on this computer. But That's anyway, funny. sorry, sorry to you and everyone else. And um, did you get started explaining to people what we're chatting about, or start? No, no, I was just talking. I, I just said that I was trying to get you on and that, uh, you know, hopefully, buddy, everybody's back into the back to school swing of things. I mean, that's not what we're talking about today, but, uh, yeah. you know, and, and depending on how long it was going to take to get you on the call, I was going to uh, chat about back to school anyways. So, but we can move right. on. What What is it that you want to cover today? Well, you know, it's interesting. I mean, I'm thinking like I'm continuously bringing up, I, you know, in my own evolution you know at my age i say and at my time right now where i am right now i'm thinking of things in my business where i i started to work on my business differently where um you know i'm looking at my time and you know the value of my time and here's a morbid conversation my buddies and i had this morning where it's just like you know when one friend's 71 and we're talking about like how many of our martial arts friends that we know from our area that are passing away. In fact, they were talking about a guy that, that all of the guys that we hang out with are musicians. And they were saying that they, they asked me about a band and I didn't know who the band was. They said, Oh, well the bass player was just on stage the other day singing a song. And he said, it's a good way to go. And he fell to his face dead. Oh gosh. While playing in the middle of the song. Like it was just like, so I'm like, you know, of course that whole entire mortality is always something that you think about. And, and, and if I could share that one thing with younger people, like I just had a good friend of mine say that there was a study done that questioned people that were terminally ill and they, and men versus women thought differently. And they said, most men uh, would say um, that the one thing that they regretted most was not spending more time with their family and doing the things they loved and that they worked less. And I think that this has a lot, it's a big link that has a lot to do with our our society's ills these days because everyone is work, 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 work. Then on the weekends, try to cram as much of the enjoyment in as you can so you can prepare yourself for another week of work, 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 work. And everyone's under stress, under pressure, making money, having a hard time. And that's why I believe people are constantly, you know, these crazy people are going out there killing others because their lives are just filled with nothing but stress, right? right? And so I wonder about us, blessed as we are, if we take enough time to sit back and really enjoy our life, you know, you know, really savor the moment of like teaching a classroom filled with kids, not thinking about how much money, you know, we're making or how many bills we have or, you know, how good the month has been, but really just going like, how, how cool is it that we're, and even if some people are going to quit a week later, a month later, a year later, you know, how cool is it that we're able to take what we learned that's in our head and transfer that out into the ether, into the environment and just share that with others where people are like, hmm, this is cool. Like they want to learn what we have, you know, that kind of that kind of mindset of how lucky we really are. And, and that's, yeah. what, you know, how how valuable our time is to us. And so that we don't you know waste it or flounder it away or whatever the saying is, you know, like and, and that's really what. We did a talk about this many, many times probably, and we talk about like what is our time worth? Like 
and you know, but in 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 essence, like, what is what did that? What does that mean? Like, wh- you know, what is our time worth? Right? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And I think the older that we get, uh, I'd like to say the more mature uh, right. that we get in in our business, we 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 have less of a a a liking for the things that we don't like and we want to do more of the things that we do like um and you know the nice thing about you know uh owning your own business is that if done correctly you can work yourself to that type of opportunity i was um i was talking with a uh uh gosh who was it forget who i was talking to just recently but um, I was, I was saying, oh yeah, I was talking to my friend last night, you know, uh, when we were, uh, when we were weightlifting and I said, you know, I, I, it's, it's nice that if I don't want to step out on the floor to teach, I don't have to, if right. I don't want to walk into the studio, I don't have to now, right. I'm not at the point where it is self-sufficient without me. So I'm not a mm-hmm. true entrepreneur that I've created something that I can walk away from. Um, but I can, I have systems and other things that are in place that I can walk away for a certain period of time, if that makes sense. And then, yeah. you know, I told him, I said, uh, my, my, my goal is so like my son is going to graduate high school next year, go off to college. So by, uh, college time next year, by September of next year, I want to be in a position where I'm going to, uh, take off three and, and we, we close a lot anyways, but I'm going to take off uh, for a weekend once a month with my wife. She's going to have to take off work either on a Friday or a Saturday or Friday or a Monday. Right. Uh, she works in the school district, but we'll go Friday, Saturday, Sunday somewhere, or we'll go Saturday, Sunday, Monday somewhere. And I'm, I want to do that once a month. Well, you see, then, I was going to quickly say, and then I'm going to work myself to a position where I don't have to be at the studio at all in july because yeah. we already closed one week in july so there's just three more weeks you know what i'm saying right yeah and you know that you see that's really my point right where you know you already have a plan in mind and you're going like okay how can i enjoy my life right like and i think it's really about shifting mindset that paradigm right that paradigm right where we say okay but you know people who are miserable at their jobs go yeah. in every day miserable, right? They, they work as a cashier and in, in a company they don't like, and the people are mean, or they just don't like the job, right? Then there are those people that go into that same exact job, a senior citizen who hasn't been working, who just wants to be around people and they're pleasant and happy. So, um, Many people, many people are, you know, like the, the, just the shift in mindset is really all that you need. You know, like I have some guys that, I had a major shift in one of my employees that, uh, you know, he was stressed out. He was, you know, having a hard time and, you know, Hey, listen, I need help. I have like 10 little warriors, two to four year olds and the class is stressful. Now I ask him after his mindset shifted a little, I said, think about it as fun, not as work. And then, and, and enough time put into that mindset. Now he's like, Oh yeah, great class. Hey, we had fun. Yeah. Well, listen, this kid was terrible, but it was still a blast. You know, he's so cute. You know, like it all depends on that shift in mindset. So you, I love the fact that you're already going like, Hey, I enjoy time with my wife away. I enjoy time on the weekends. So I'm going to make it happen. And really we, we can easily do that. 
Well, and, and, and I'm closed every weekend. Right. Uh, I, I'm closed on Saturdays and Sundays. And, yeah. But I, we still have birthday parties and other events, but I have staff that, that, uh, that do those. I, I was right. meeting with my chiropractor this morning and, and uh, we were talking about the fact that, uh, um, you know, that we as entrepreneurs to a certain degree get to make our own hours, um, right. you know, and our own schedule and those type of things. But uh, gosh, it just left me. I was going to tell you one, <laughs> what, I don't know why it left me. One thing that we talked about that's pertinent, but maybe it'll come up later. I, I don't know. I, yeah. And, and, you know, dude, I, I think that that's it. Like I, I have a friend that I'm coaching right now. He does not have a school yet. Right. So he's building a school in his mind first. Right. So I'm coaching him on that. Oh, and, you I know, know okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Say it before I, before you forget. Yeah. He was talking, we, I was talking about the fact that uh, we were talking about some other studios uh, that happened to be in town and he goes, yeah, I heard some things about this studio. And then I heard some things about this studio. And I said, well, you're going to hear things about every studio. There's people that talk about us as well. Right. Um, I said, you know, look, here's how I look at it. I am the best. I am the best thing for everybody in this town, but not everybody in this town is the best for me. Right. Right. And he goes, man, I wish I had your confidence. I go, I don't know if it's confidence uh, in as much as it's, it's just has to be a belief in myself. Cause I told him, I said, you have to, you have to understand that you're the best chiropractor in this town. Just not everybody is the best client for you. Right. And, yeah. and, uh, and I think we have to, if we're going to move forward, um, in, in those type of things, building our business, we have to have that type of mindset where we are the best for everyone, but not everyone is the best fit for us. I remember when yeah. I bought my partners out and I had like the, uh, an oh crap moment. Mm-hmm. And this was back when I was with um, um, Member Solutions. Actually, it was PPS at the time with Joe Gallia. Right. And I got on the phone and, and I had created a relationship like Joe creates with almost everybody. Right. I had created a relationship with him where I could call him up and I called him and I'm freaking out about things. And he, he you know, basically talked me down. And, and then I just started saying to myself, every time somebody would ask me, hey, how's, how's the karate studio doing? How's the business doing? I, I would say, man, business is booming. Right. Even when it sucked, I said right. business was booming. Even yeah. when I didn't feel like it, I always said business is booming. Yeah. And I think that that's important for us as a mindset to, uh, I like what Zig Ziglar said. Uh, Zig Ziglar said, uh, um, you know, I may not feel this way at the moment. I'm just going to tell the truth in advance. Right. Okay. And I like that. I'm just going to tell the truth in advance. Business is booming, you know? Yeah. Well, really, honestly, though, you know, depending on who you are and being it's your business, I know you, your business is booming. There's many other people that would love to be in your position. So sometimes that's a big problem where I think that our mindset, sometimes we get, and I've done this before, I get caught in like, you know, go to a, a martial arts show um, and ask a studio owner, Hey, how's your studio? You know, and they go, Oh good. I have 400 students. You know, I, I didn't ask you how many students you are. I asked how, how's your studio, you know, or how's business? Oh, it's great. I'm making 40,000 a month. I didn't ask if how much money you were making. I'm asking how's business. Right. So, right. so we get, and, it. That's, and that's gross that you, you didn't ask. The, right. The, right. The, right. The, right. The but net, buddy. right. Exactly. But also too, the biggest thing is sometimes what we focus on, becomes our OCD, our obsessive compulsive disorder. So like if we're focused on the numbers, then meaning like how many students, 
then we get caught in that. And then that can control our entire paradigm. So like, oh my God, I lost 10 people this month. Or, oh my God, I lost five people this month. And I have a client or two that I deal with. And I said, but overall, you're up financially for the year or you're doing really, really well for the year financially. Yeah, but I'm losing students. I get it. But you're also getting better at making more money with the other students or signing people up on the new prices or signing people up into upgrades. So sometimes we have to focus like a company, like let's just, let's just say McDonald's, which I hate, but they're like a multinational billion dollar, trillion dollar business. Right. So um, they probably are not going, how many burgers did you sell this month? They're going like, what's the cash register till? Like, they don't care if it was done in soda, ice cream shakes, french fries, well, burgers, they, you know. Yeah, they do. They, they track that because they need to know if they need to get rid of an item. But I see yeah. what you're saying. Right. But of course, right. Right. But they're going to look at the overall gross. They're going to go, right. like, OK. And their goal, their goal is. And that's why, like, even at AMC movie theaters, and I think Mark Cuban was an owner of uh, one of the theater groups. And he, had, you know, he, they added on that 20 cent upgrade for 25 cents more. You could get the bigger drink. And they found just by adding on that 25 cent upgrade, which is like four cents in soda and ended up adding millions to their bottom line. So so we have to I think as owners, business owners, sometimes we have to realize that there's focus. We shouldn't be linearly focused on one given thing, but we have to look at where we spend our time best right so for example i told you recently i read that book that you gave me and it was talking about um you know negotiate first and i ended up taking the book that was a gift from my buddy you and um turn it into like eight thousand dollars in in savings so i took the methodology that's in the book and i applied it to some bills that i had outstanding debt with people like attorneys on a different lawsuit and things like that that i owed them money And I negotiated with them. I didn't rip them off or cheat them or not pay them. I said, listen, are you willing to take a one-time payoff? Um, I owe you eight grand. Will you take 2000 and I'll pay you on my credit card tomorrow? And, you know, it took me a few letters back and forth and they said yes. So I ended up saving like $8,000 on two different or 7,000 on two different companies, somewhere around there that I owed money to. Um, ethically, I paid them off. They were happy. It's not like I ripped them off and lied or didn't pay my bills. I said, will you negotiate? And they're like, yeah, I'd rather have the money up front. Similar to us doing a pay in full. Um, right. and they, we give them a discount and, um, I ended up saving my future another six or eight grand. I saved that of money I would have had to make to be able to pay that bill. Now I right. no longer have that bill all because right. I focused on something that was a priority for me, something that made more <clears throat> sense. So sometimes I just say that a lot of the business owners, whether it be a chiropractor or a school owner, they get caught up in, in the minutia, the day to day. Right. And they, and they're not focused on the overall business plan. Right. Because if you're teaching cause you love it and you want to make money at it, then your focus should be on the money side and the love side. Not getting caught up in the numbers, and and of course that's not. I'm not saying don't keep track of them. I'm just saying don't, just don't look at every single student count and who showed up to class and get nervous and five people quit. And you know what I mean? Does does that right. make sense? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to keep your eye on the big picture. I mean, you don't take your eye off of the uh, the small detailed things because the detailed things help to make up the big picture. But right. um, you cannot let those small detailed things jostle the picture of the, uh, the, you know, what it is that you want uh, right. to eventually uh, occur or eventually happen because that we can be distracted in so many different ways. You, you right. know, I, 
For instance, do I think that we we give a lot of good information on this podcast? Absolutely. But right. if somebody is listening to this podcast rather than doing that marketing piece that they should be doing, then they shouldn't be listening to us. They should be doing that marketing piece or whatever right. it is. There's so many distractions that we can get involved with that we can think that we're moving forward. And not that information doesn't help us move forward, but applied information actually helps us move forward, not just information. Yeah. And, and you know what, too, uh, like I said, when I started before and I interrupted you and then and then I got off the topic, I am coaching a guy now who's like going to open up a school in a year. Right. So so he's like, hey, I want to coach with you. And he's paying me every month as if he had a business, but I'm teaching him. And a lot of the things he'll ask me, like, how do I do this? And how do I, or I'm going to do it this way. And I'm like, no, no, that's the old way. Don't do it that way. Let me tell you based on my experience and the mistakes I made, um, this is the way you should do it. Like I have a friend who just called me a very dear friend of mine. And he said, he, listen, I'm looking to move into a different building. And, um, you know, and then I'm looking at a building to buy. And he said to me, you know, you know, what about buying the building? And I gave him my insight on all pros and cons to both. Right. And then he was saying, hey, listen, I I just want to move into like a six thousand square foot. I'm like, dude, you do not need six thousand square. I mean, you could get away with I mean, and have a a sizable school with twenty five hundred square foot. And I said, I ran a school, I had 1300 square foot and we had 275 students out of that location, 1300 square. That included my office, a locker room and a bathroom and the floor. Um, and if I knew now what I, I knew then, what I know now, I could have pro- I would have stayed and had 400 students out of that school. Right. And it's really a mistake. But but at the time, I'm like, hey, and I'm glad I did. I, I said, hey, we're packed to the gills. I went out and I bought a building. I paid for it and I hardly owe any money on it now. Um, so I own that equity and that real estate. But at the same time, um, I would have been taking tons of cash in every month. My bed would have been so high up filled right. with cash. Right. You know, and money in the bank. I've been, been like Scrooge McDuck diving through, swimming <laughs> through all my gold coins. Right. You know, but um, but, you know, you know, that's why you learn from the, the people who've done it before. You ask the mentors, the masters that have been there and, and what they've done. And, and there's a lot that that really know. Yeah. So, absolutely. so, so let me ask you a question. I'm going to interview you. So for Dwayne Brummett, what is your time? Like, what would you say? Like if, if you, and God forbid, if you are on your deathbed right yeah. now and, and I said, Dwayne, I'm at your side, holding your hand and caressing your head, you know, just kidding. Um, but, uh, and, and I'm like saying to you, like Dwayne, like what would be a bit of information that you would share with me or your son or somebody that's much younger than you, that's going to go through it in your life, about running your school? Like what would be some of the things that you would have done or would do differently if you were going to do it again? Like, and where would you spend more of your time? Tell just, what would that be thought be? Uh, well, I would, I would spend more of my time at home. Okay. Um, but, uh, cause in the beginning when I built it, I was, it was a, it was a six day a week or excuse me, six, yeah, six day a week uh, school. You know, I was always off on Sundays, but it was six right. days a week. Um, I would have, I would have uh, trained instructors quicker, uh, better, so that I could be home for dinner. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That would probably be the biggest thing. Like if I told my son anything, the mo- one of the most important things, I mean, obviously my Christian faith, but um, one of the most important things would be family dinner. Like you right. need to be home for family dinner. I don't know what you got to do. Uh, don't take that job that 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 is um, – you know, $50,000 more a year that right. you're going to have to work second shift or overtime or whatever. It's not worth it. 
it, it, it isn't worth it. Right. You know? So that extra money, you know, whatever it may be, money doesn't equate to time, right? And there's no, that and the only other thing is I would say live on 70% of your income. I don't care right. when you get, when, when you raise the bar, meaning you start making more money. Yeah. Your 70% is going to get a little bit bigger too, but that other 30% you never touch and 10% right. you, you, you give to, uh, I mean, obviously, you know, we tithe, but um, you give to, to, to charity or whatever. The other 10% is for your, um, uh, you know, for your retirement. And then the other 10% is just, just keep on saving, you know, and so yeah. that you can invest into, uh, you know, real estate, that type of thing. I mean, that's yeah. what I would do. I call that the rock star mentality where like the, this new band comes out and they have a hit album and they start buying mansions and fancy cars and they're, they're hedging their bet on the next album being just as successful. And many of rock stars died that way, not died physically, but their, their careers died because the next right. album wasn't a hit and, or the trends in music changed, you know, MC hammer, $40 million mansion. His next album was okay. The final third album, he's bankrupt and he's selling all his Rolls Royces and his mansions. He's living in some house in Atlanta. Um, you know, a good life, you know, but at the same time, if he would have just thought ahead and, who really needed that Rolls Royce or who really needed that mansion, who really needed that, you know, pool with a guitar shape to it that, you know, had caves you could swim in and out of. It's really important that we understand that sometimes we, we borrow from our future and then we, we don't think about the present and we don't think about how we want to retire. So it's that well, M Michael Gerber e-myth crap out date. Like, what are you going to do? What's the crap out date? Well, I'm like what you brought up before about rich, rich dad, poor dad, you know, you, you shouldn't buy something that is costing you. You should buy something that is making you, you know, yeah. so if you're going to buy something, it needs to have a return on the investment, buying yeah. a house and then living in that house and spending money for the upkeep. That's not an investment. It's right. a cost. Everybody right. says that, that uh, the house that you live in is an investment. Yeah. And it's not. It's a cost. Uh, it so is. You'll never, ever get any of that money back. Right. Um, even when you go to sell it, you will not ever get that money back. And um, so, yeah, that would be the other thing is you, you should you should uh, buy things that are, are going to make you money. And I believe I mean, I don't believe the stock market is the way to do it. Uh, I really believe real estate is the way to do it. Yeah. And hey, let's let's just jump on that right now. So like right now I'm renting out. I have a whole entire portion of my building in my West Isaac location that's set up with offices that I've used. And, you know, I used to give an offer. Hey, you're my head guy. You have that as your office. Nowadays, we don't even use that front section. I only use it to go in and change my clothes. I never sit at the desk. I never sit on the couch. Uh, and now I have it up for rent. So I have two tenants that are potentially going to rent that front offices, two different businesses. And um, to the tune of like 2,800 bucks a month, um, that's like over 30 something thousand dollars a year above my taxes on my building. Cause the building's paid in full. Um, right. I'm going to be making a rent roll, a profit. Now, now some people might be listening going, well, I don't own my building. Well, you know what you did it at your school. You don't own your building, but you used to rent to a church on Sundays, right? They used to rent space from you, right. Or something like that. Yeah. And, you know, so all the hours, like if we, show up and we go into class at four our classes start at four and we run till nine let's say what about all the hours from like 12 and midnight to you know till two in the afternoon would someone like to rent that as a space to uh, do yoga tai chi train their personal training students would they have a church there a book writing session basket weaving needle pointing can you rent 
your real estate, can you use that real estate, that dead time, that dead space that you're paying for that you're not making any money out of? That's a thing that most martial arts schools don't utilize. They, they, wait, they show up, they turn their key, they teach, they turn their key and go home. And the rest of this space, they're paying their landlord or the, you know, the, the taxes on their building if they own it and not getting any return on their investment. So again, it's all about prioritizing your time, right? Asking yourself, like, where can you maximize money? Right. Yeah. I mean, that's it. And, and cash flow. I mean, that's, that's where most of uh, us school owners, even business owners in general, we, 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 uh, we have problems with cash flow and we don't understand right. how cash flow works. And uh, just because, you know, this month you, you grossed, 10,000, you're thinking, all right, next month I'm going to gross 10,000. Well, if you're yeah. not watching your numbers correctly and seeing who's quitting and, you know, there's always right. a percentage that don't pay anyways. Yeah. So that's not guaranteed money that has to be factored in. And so, mm-hmm. you know, really your 10,000 is more like 9,000 every single month because there's a, there's a, a percentage that isn't going to pay you and that you got to keep trying to catch up right. with hope right. eventually get that money or you settle or whatever. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But cash flow, understanding cash flow for, any entrepreneur is, is huge. I remember um, Grandmaster Hafner talking about the fact that, you know, during the good times, you need to take more money and save more of that money so that right. when the bad times come along, and I'll tell you what, I didn't listen. I didn't listen when he told me that 12 years ago, yeah. or 13 years ago, whatever it was. And then I hit some walls and I'm like, oh crap. Right. You know, he was right. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. And so I, that, that's another pitfall that we, when things start going really good, we think, ah, they're always going to be this way. And that is not the case yeah. at all. And, and, and also we run businesses, a business is very personable. That's more, um, you know, geared to our, like they, they love your studio, TriStar Martial Arts, because of you, your team, Mr. Bean and yourself. So let's say you want to sell it to Mr. Bean. It probably would be an easy sale. He could take it over. People know him. But let's say he moved away and now it's just you and you want to sell it. And Joe Schmo comes in and buys it. Um, they, the people might not want to be with Joe Schmo. They don't know him you know, for a hole in the wall. They, they, they're going to be like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll honor my contract and then I'm going somewhere else. So our business sometimes is not as sellable as we think it is. It's not like a coffee shop and anyone could make coffee or pizza and anyone can make pizza. Um, it's the same recipe. It's very personable, right? So we have to be careful with our successors or if we believe like, hey, once I hit 50, I'm just going to sell it all. Well, can you sell your business? You probably right. could sell it for, for a lot less than you think you could um, unless you have it set up with a team that's going to stay and yada, 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 right? So again, it goes back to us always asking that question, like who are we and what is our time worth? And am I spending the time in the right spot? Am I doing what's right for my future and so on? Like I think a lot of school owners – don't even take the time to review their finances on a regular basis. Like you just said, you should know to the penny um, how much you're spending and how much you're making so that you know how much your profit is. Quite often, I, the biggest dilemma, no joke, I, <laughs> I could go for years coaching people and say, um, how many students do you have? Oh, I really don't know. I think about 120. Well, how many actually? How much money are you making? Oh, I, I think about, you know, I think about like, no, you should know I, this month I'm bringing in this and this month I'm bringing in that. And that's the beauty of having Spark. On the I was just going to say that, right? Yeah. yeah. You, know, you know, I love Spark for that statistic where 
uh, even you go into the yearly report and you can see your graphs as it pulls up. Like, and I actually got them and I asked them to do this for me and they did it where I could see last year's compared to this year's. And, and it's in these little bar graphs. Am I growing? Did I make more? Did I make less? And um, those things are super, super important for us to really understand. Um, but then again, like what, what is your time worth? Like, like, are you, are you taking the time out and doing the things that you love or you're spending a wasted hour going on Facebook at your dojo? I'd rather you stay home and watch reruns on TV than waste time for no reason. I'd rather you use that hour productively, do it five days a week. You'd be shocked at how your business progresses versus, um, how it doesn't when you're just doing what I call time vampires, time killers, time wasters, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, I was going to share my desktop. I just pulled up my, my spark. Oh, cool. Let me, let me share it. And, uh, there's a lot of financial data on there. So, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, let me know when, when, uh, you can see it. Okay. So far I just see you. Here we go. It's loading. Cool. I'll make it big. I'll hide the rest of us. Oh, hold on. Okay. So, um, yeah. Uh, so like this, this, this month's total website visits, 2,490. Um, trial memberships for this month is 17. New memberships are 13. Uh, did no upgrades this month. Uh, no, I got one renewal membership and one add-on, but you can take a look here. Uh, I have 75 leads, three are web, 20 new contacts today. Those are from the field trip that we had yesterday. Right. Um, we actually had like 60 some odd people, but he, he, he put in 20 more this morning. Uh, Mr. Kent, when he was at the studio this morning, he, I guess he's still there right now, actually. Uh, active clients, we have 252 um, attended in the last 30 days, uh, 264 attendance for the last, you know, so uh, you can see, right? You can actually see yeah. these. Um, what's nice is it gives me the expected income for the rest of this month, you know, almost 500 bucks. And past due, I have $149 that are past due right now. That's great, though. You know, um, I'm not quite at my goal. I, I wanted uh, 20 trial memberships this month. I don't have it. I have 17. Uh, I did go two over my goal for new memberships. So I got 11 memberships this month. Obviously, we talked about these other things. Um, oh, uh, net billing. I'm, I'm up uh, $3,394.98 this month. Uh, so, and what's nice is you can see that I lost, you know, $1,100 basically, and I gained 50, uh, 4,500 and then that's the wash. Right. That makes sense. Totally. And that's, that's what I love about spark. I think it's uh, amazing in regards to how you could keep statistics and so on. Are you hearing an echo? I'm not, but that doesn't minute, mean that it doesn't happen. The minute you pulled up your screen, I, I could hear myself echoing. Gotcha. Well, I can get rid of my screen now. But let's see. Yeah. Oh, it's gone. Isn't that weird? Um, okay. Yeah. So, so, so cool though. Like, so for me again, it goes back to like, okay. Um, 
do I focus on new students? Do I focus on existing students? How much time do I put into financial analysis? You know, what, where do I spend my time? How much do I work per week? How many hours? Um, and, and by the way, I did this, I do this with my clients. I, I used to do it a lot more often. I haven't done it in a while, but I do that journaling thing where for two weeks I ask them to journal everything from the minute they wake up, have a little notepad with a pen and they literally write on with the pen and they go, woke up at 7 a.m., showered for a half hour, ate breakfast for 15 minutes, drove to the school 15 minutes. Literally, I mean, I don't want to know what they did in the bathroom, but I want to know that they spent 30 minutes in the bathroom, right? I want to know um, when they got to the school, what they did, um, you know, and I, I want them to be as detailed as I got to the school. And then I ask them to break it down, turn the key to the left, unlock, hit the alarm. And I know this sounds extremely silly, but really what we're doing, not only are we building a, um, a clear understanding of what they're doing, but we're building a diagram where you could take out the things that you did that are business based and hand that as like a roadmap and a manual to the next guy who's going to open, open, turn the key to the right, turn the alarm off, go turn on the lights, go, you know, sit at your desk and check your emails. Right. And and literally track what they've done. And I've gone over that. At, and most people don't make it past a week, by the way. So I challenge anyone who's listening to actually do this from morning till your head hits the pillow. You write your last note and it, it kind of trickles off the page because you fell asleep while you were writing it. And um, and then you wake up the next day and do it again and do that for an entire two weeks, not a week, because when you do it for a week, you tend to do what you're supposed to do not what you really do but after you put your second week down you start to get bored and you get into your old habits again and you're not really focused on the things you should do you're just doing what you normally do right. so i had i had a guy that i coached and after doing that after two weeks i think i told, told you this before the guy was just playing guitar he wanted to learn guitar and his obsession was guitar he'd bring his guitar to the studio he'd bring it home with him he was practicing his guitar like 25 to 30 hours a week I'm right. And, and um, he was putting in like 10 hours into his business and he was coaching with me, not even taking the time to do the things I asked him to do to build his business because he was too focused on something. And he didn't realize that he was because it was something he enjoyed. He was gobbling up that much time and not focusing on his business. And, and then when you do this journaling, then you go through and you highlight in different colors um, marketing in blue. Um, administration in yellow, you know, um, you know, teaching in green. And then you look at all those things and you, and you allot the amount of time that you actually put in it. You'd be quite shocked at how much time you've wasted, how much time was spent in transit, daydreaming, searching the internet, looking at the new YouTube video that popped up, you know, all of these things. I'd rather you consciously waste your time saying, I'm totally focused on time management. I spent 30 hours on my business now I have the rest of my 138 hours to sleep and spend time with my family. I'm going to waste time with them, right? But not waste time on things that you didn't know you wasted time on that are just sucking your time away. And then you go like, man, where's all my time going, right? right. Like, you know, so that's important for us to understand. And if you're valued at $50 an hour and you put 30 hours into your business, that's good. But if you are valued at $50 an hour and 20 of it was wasted on searching YouTube videos, that's bad. Right. So, yeah, exactly. Um, I, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Paul had asked uh, how we like Spark. He goes, I was thinking about doing a trial uh, of it. I don't see it. I don't see any of the comments, Dwayne. So I'm on as a guest. So I don't really see it. But yeah, um, no, he he, uh, he asked about that. I just responded like back on the thread. I just said, I love it. Yeah. Um, Is this Paul I, Kroll? Paul Kroll? Yeah. yeah no, 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 not Paul Kroll. No. Oh, 
Okay, someone else. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, both you and I both love it. And I, I actually was telling a client yesterday, I said, I love it so much that I was actually able to get rid of um, uh, two program managers, you know, save myself almost $800 a week um, just in payroll because a lot of it is now automated. And with the software that we have, we're able to do a lot of things on our own as owners that we used to take two or three people to do. So um, that alone in itself, my profitability is way up through the roof because I have less overhead due to this. Well, and I'll tell you, the thing that I appreciate the most is it's a software built by and continually managed and improved by martial artists. Right. They totally understand the business. Yep. They, well, you brought it up. They take feedback. And if yeah. they think it's if it, they think it, number one that it's good enough and and it will be helpful to the masses, yeah, they do it. There's been times that that I mean, you've talked to the developer uh, Ron Sell one on one before. I've yeah. talked one on one before. We've even had calls. Uh, what did we do? Like a not a Facebook live, but we did some sort of video. I've right, yeah, we did a three way conference on uh, whatever whatever Zoom or whatever was. it was. Yeah. yeah. Nelson, who is one of the key guys there. And, yeah. and uh, so, yeah, they uh, they're very responsive, very they take they really want uh, this software to explode the martial arts um, schools like they, they, they want to take uh, so many things off of your plate um, and they, they take suggestions and yeah. this. And I've only, when did I start? Did I start back in November? I think I did the trial in October and I officially became a member in November. So it hasn't even been a year. And uh, I, I, I I got rid of Entreport. Yep. Me too. 350 bucks a month. Right. I got rid of a program called teamwork, which Mm -hmm. I was using to uh, communicate uh, projects to all my people. And, this does that. I got rid of the, the billing company, not company like, you know, member solutions or anything like that, but I was yeah. using a billing service that was right. not connected to anything. So, right. you know, these are three and, and this does all of that. And, and emailing. Well, that's, I was emailing through Entreport. So okay. Still the same. I was text messaging through Entreport, but I had to use a third party to hook up to them to do the text messaging. Right. Right. But through Spark, it mm-hmm. allows me to do all of that. Um, yeah, you know, I, I also pages, I, I mean, I, just I, the I got rid of card. I mean, all of those things. Yeah, and yeah. I got rid of a lot of that too. I got rid of my payroll time cards, where people would check in and keep track of their time sheets, and then I'd shift that over to my accountant and my payroll company. So I got rid of that one as well. I got rid of Entreport. I got rid of my texting service. I got rid of my um, emailing service. So I ended up saving five or six hundred dollars to pay for the software with a savings of like three hundred and fifty bucks, and I have it all in one place, and it does it ten times better. And well, it all it's all cohesive too. Like each place. Everyone talks to each other on that. I do now. I took your uh, advice. You said that, um, you know, you, you don't have time cards and then you had, you guys were doing rosters where you're checking right. people in. Right. Uh, Don Gaston, you said was uh, people are checking themselves in. So yeah. I took, we used to have a wall of time cards and I right. took that whole wall of time cards down. I have an iPad at the studio. 
Good. I bought one of those iPad cases that right. rock. Yep, yep. And I put it up this week. So obviously today's Wednesday. So Monday and Tuesday, my gosh, people are coming in. Oh, they go click, click, click. They start typing in their name. Their picture comes up. They hit their their face and yep. they're pushed in. It yeah. was so awesome. Um, yeah. I mean, it was I'm, gonna, so I'm actually going to do that. I'm actually going to go because we do do it ourselves now, but I'm going to get two iPads on stands on my desk and have them come in and two people at once could check in. I mean, why, why do it if some, if they could do it for themselves, right? See, so it I just takes tell a, you, I just, I looked this up. Actually, I saw it on one of the spark uh, forums or Facebook pages. Um, somebody was talking about what's called guided access. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, do you, do you know about guided access? On no, your no. Okay. You actually can uh, highlight or like take away parts of that page that they can't click on. And oh, right, right, right. they only can stay on that page. So uh, look up, uh, uh, you know, how to use guided access in YouTube and it'll, you know, that's where I found out how to use it. And okay. I've now on the wall that, check-in page is the only thing you see they can't get off of that they can't tap on the very top because it's a url right it's a URL page right they can't tap on that uh the bottom right where there's usually that little uh uh gear wheel you know yeah yeah they can't tap on that because i've 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 uh covered that up and 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 you can tell that it's covered up it's got like a, a little haze yeah. to it yeah but so you'll want to, you'll want to enable guided access Very on cool. iPad, by the way. Yeah. So, so going back to our topic, like, so, you know, and, and you're right, this is all. Sorry, I can talk about Spark all day, dude. Yeah, I know. But you know what though? Everything you just said without it being a commercial for Spark, cause they should on, honestly sponsor us. Cause we just got another guy who's asking about it. That's going to join their program. Paul, you had said, right. Yeah. That hopefully will join up and save himself a ton of money and make money. Um, but, um, so spark, I'm just throwing it out there. They should do some sort of sponsorship to our podcasts and vlogs. Um, but we'll see. And, but anyway, for you and I though, um, this literally took me where I was dependent on two, two full-time 32 hour week employees, semi full-time where they were doing all this stuff for me. And now I do it all on my own in less time than it would have took them. And I do it right. And I know it gets done and there's no, you know, hey, what are you doing right now? Uh, are you on a, watching cat videos on YouTube? Like I once had an employee like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm watching cat videos. I'm like, I'm paying you right now and you're watching cat videos? Are you supposed to be doing that? Why am I, I not supposed to be doing that? Like, no, you're not supposed to be doing that. Like that, shut that off and don't ever do that again or you're going to have an issue. So now I don't have to deal with that because Spark has saved me that headache of having to even deal with that. So again, profitability is through the roof. But the real thing is like, so what is it that these school owners, I think they should take it and do what I did in my book, um, The Five Gateways to Happiness that I wrote, um, have an I hate list and an I love list, right? And I say, like, get in your computer and go on Word and hit number one right at the top, I hate list and hit number one and then simply type in, I hate it when I have to, boom. And then whatever it is that you can't stand and just hit number two, hit the carriage return, 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 and keep going until you throw up all over the page and you can't think of any more things that you can't stand that bother you, that you hate, that annoy you and so on. Then 
move to the I love list and write all the things. That, and I guarantee you, you're going to have 200 I hates and maybe 20 I loves. I mean, really passionately, like I love rock climbing. I love spending time with my family. I love classical music. I love fine dining, like little things like that. I love working on spark, you know, whatever it is that I do, because it is obsessions for it's an obsession for me. I'm sure it is for you. I'm yes. always on that dashboard. I'm logged in 24 seven. Um, but anyway, well, not only that, not only that, I can do it on my phone. I know it's the greatest, right? Yeah. It's crazy. So, but then go to the, I hate list and write all the things. And if you want to just do it for your business, do it just for your business. I hates for your business. Now here's the thing. It's great to have these two pages written up one with a hundred things, one with 20 I loves, but now you got to strategically go to that list. And I talk about this in my book and say, how do I eliminate the I hates? Like literally get rid of every single one of them by doing something smarter, better, different, and slowly remove those things that frustrate you, that annoy you, that make you sad, angry, ang you know, whatever it may be. L make those things as small as you can, tinier, right? And then take your I love list and, and learn how to enhance that. Like I love classical music, okay? Listen to it in the car. Listen to it while you're working. You know, um, play it at the dojo while you're teaching. Like whatever the case may be, you know, you love going to fine dining and restaurants. Okay, find the time strategically week after week. You know, if it's cost you a lot of money, get another student so that you could, that student will be you know under underlined as your restaurant night out. That's it. Joe Smith right. is my restaurant out uh, every, every week. Right. You know, whatever, or two students that do that. And then enhance all the things. You love spending time with your wife. You're going to now have more time than you're going to go away for the weekend. But you have to consciously do it, right? And that's why I always tell my students when they say, oh, I haven't been able to make it in. I said, I haven't been able to find the time. I said, you will never find the time. You have to make the time. You can't right. schedule in, I will try to find the time on your calendar. You have to say 12 o'clock, no matter what's going on, I'm going to pick up and go to the gym. I'm going to pick up and go to my dojo. I'm going to pick up and blah, blah, blah. Right. And that's what students have to do. We have to do this as business owners. Well, like we're this, our own worst enemy because we can move the red line. Right. Right. Well, aren't, isn't the same problem for adults as well? Like students who are our adults that yeah. they, you know, they go like, well, I, I'm not going to go tonight because it's raining. It's, it's thundering. It's lightning. You know, they'll make up an excuse. Who's going to tell them no. No one's going to yell at them unless we yell at them and then they get mad at us for yelling at them because how dare we push them to do what they wanted to do in the first place. Right. But you know, but you know what I mean, though? This is yep. where we have to start doing a careful analysis of, of who we are, what we do and how we spend our life so that when you and I are on our deathbeds, we're going to look back and go. I, I really did what I wanted to do. And I'm going to be able to, you know, close my eyes in a few minutes and be happy with what I've contributed you know, what I feel good about what I'm leaving my family, et cetera, et cetera. Well, and let me let me uh, also kind of put this in perspective, too. Um, you know, I said that, you know, on my deathbed, I would say that uh, I would have I would have had more family dinners. Right. And I would have. But it yeah. doesn't mean that I, I still wouldn't have worked as hard. It doesn't right. mean that I don't. Uh, I I love business. Yeah, I absolutely love business. And. Right. It, you know, in my hierarchy, you know, it would be God, it would be my wife, it would be my kids, it would be my friends, my 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 two really, really good friends, like that I grew up with type thing, yeah. right? Uh, those type of things. But but I would say in the top six or top seven would be business. I just right. 
my mom has said to me many times, you know, you can take the, the boy out of the business. You just can't take the business out of the boy. And right. so I don't think that's a bad thing. I know some people say, oh, you're working too hard, but I enjoy it. Yeah, 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 exactly. Me too. So, you know, I think that there is a, there is a, uh, um, a paradigm shift that needs to happen sometimes that we got to go. Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe some, maybe people are saying, Oh, you work too hard or you're always right. working or whatever. Right. We've got to, we got to, I think sometimes stop and go, ah, don't say that to me. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I might be working hard, but I enjoy it. Yeah. It's not work to me. It, this is our 21st year. Right. Of, of being open. And, I don't say, hey, guys, you know, to my family, hey, guys, I'm going to work. Say, right. hey, guys, I'm going to the studio. I right. don't call it work. I chose not to call it work. I right. don't want it to be. Now, does do I have to work? Yes. But right. it's enjoyable for the most part. Yeah, absolutely. What's that saying? You know, um, enjoy what you do and it's never work, you know, like, or like, you know, enjoy, you know, your, your job and think of it as it's like a vacation every day. You love it. You enjoy it. And I do like, I, you know, I always uh, wonder. See, like, that's not true. That's not true. It is work. It is work. Oh, definitely. You, you just enjoy it. But let me explain to you. I just had this conversation with my students yesterday. I said, so I, I said to the kids, let's play a game. And all the kids were like, yay, we're going to play a game. And I'm like, You've been playing the game the entire time. Martial arts is a game. When I grew up, the martial arts was fun to me. It wasn't work. I said, work is going out like when I was a landscaper and shoveling 10 yards of red rock or, or dirt or mulch, right. mowing 40 lawns in a day, cutting down a tree and loading it into the truck and bringing it to the dumps, right? That's work, you know, yeah. welding all day long. That's work. I said, but, you know, the martial arts, especially for the kids, class is fun. So we have to shift their mindset from, yeah, it's hard work and we work hard at it, but it's fun. It's a game. And um, that's how I look at what we do. You know, it's like you go in and you, you talk about what you know and you teach what you know and people are like, yes, sir. And they do it. That's not work. Work is having to, you know, take care of the elderly and, and you know, and, you know, having to, you know, clean up bedpans and, and that's work. But you still can enjoy that and love helping others. But you know what I mean? There's a difference, a clear difference between well, what goes we back do and to the list that you talked about. Right. Like make a list of the things that you don't like. And right. honestly, the things that you don't like, it, it is work to you. Right. Right. You know, and, and it's true. Right. It may. The things that you do like might be work, but it doesn't seem like work to you. Yeah. And that's where sometimes it really is just a shift in mentality where I had my staff member say, you know, like, oh, my God, I'm so exhausted. Time is this and that and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, um, but, dude, all you got to do is think about how cute these kids are and how much fun it is to shape their minds. And it, once he started thinking like that, it went from being like, oh, my God, I need a break from this one half hour class to like, oh, that was pretty cool. Like, you know, so and so is doing so much better and he's adorable. You know, like go like if you think of things in the negative sense, everything is going to be negative. Negative and people don't realize that. Like, well, what you no, focus on you expands. I mean, right. it's just true. Whatever you focus on expands, and right. and you 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 have to focus on the correct things. And, right. and I'm not, you know, preaching to anybody because I've got it mastered. I and be quite honest with you, I'm talking to myself right. as, I, as yeah. I'm uh, relaying this to everybody. Yep, I agree, dude. And it's something that we have to consider um, for you know 
for our when we look at this call or we listen to this call, I highly suggest people journal. I highly suggest they, you know, they read that book, uh, Never Split the Difference. Um, you know, I also think that people should start shifting their mindset and do the I hate list and I love list, right? I think that that's important to them um, for their career. That's, you listen, know? yeah, well, that, this is, I've got two of these. I, I've got uh, more coming, but uh, this is a year to remember. This is, uh, this is year two. I have two of them. There's a year one and a year two, but it's 52 weeks of reflection and affirmations to transform you into a more positive, productive patient, person, partner, and parent. And that's, you wrote, you wrote that. Yeah. Wow. That's something cool. You should, people should get that. I think that people should purchase that book. How do they get it? Well, they can go on Amazon and, and look up Dwayne Brummett. I've got books okay. on there, but, um, you know, it's, it, there, there's, it's, it's a weekly affirmation. Um, but then it goes through and there's basically three questions that are asked about the affirmation. And then underneath there's an action step for every single affirmation. Right. Um, so that it's, you know, it's not just enough to read an affirmation and, and, and it's designed that you should read this affirmation every morning and every night for the whole week, answer the question, do the action. And okay. the action isn't just reading it. Yeah. Um, there's, you know, taking some action like this one is I, I, this one is I accept compliments with grace and gratitude. Um, and then there's a, you know, I'm thankful each time someone lets me know of their appreciation, blah, 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 blah. But then right. the, the action step is write a thank you card to someone this week that has helped me um, uh, sometime in the past. That's right. it. That's yeah. that one action uh, to be done. Cause obviously we know what gratitude does for us, but yeah. there, you know, but the, the, the reflection question is, you know, how do I feel when I receive a compliment? Because don't we sometimes we go, oh, I'm not really worthy of that compliment. We kind of turn yeah. that compliment away. We turn it down. Yeah. The next question is, you know, can I choose to say thank you regardless of how I feel about the praise? If somebody's giving right. me praise or gratitude, can I choose to just say thank you? you yeah. Know? And then the third one is, you know, how do I show grace and gratitude when someone compliments me? Right. You know, but, but what this is, what I did this for was to help people develop the correct mindset. Mm -hmm. And it's again, it's 52 weeks. It's one every single week. That's awesome, dude. I love that. That's phenomenal. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I think that the call was a good call. I mean, I don't know if you have any other additional things. It's a, uh, no, know, we're going to have to get off the phone because uh, last night I get done working at, at working out with my friend at nine o'clock and, and we usually go on Thursdays, but he can't make it on Thursdays. So we go out to eat at least once a week. Right. And I look at my phone after we get done working out and there was somebody on our Facebook page that uh, uh, like the Facebook messenger um, yeah. asked about prices for their six year old. So I'm like, I can't wait till tomorrow. Right. So I messaged her back and said, hey, you know, how, when does he turn seven? Because that's going to be when, yeah. you know, that's my split off. And she told me it's not going to be till next year. He just turned six. And I said, you know, look, I, this I know it's late, but if you want, I can call you. We can go over everything right now or I can call you tomorrow. Uh, which would you prefer? And she said tomorrow. So anyways, we set it up for 12 o'clock. Uh, awesome. Yeah, 12 o'clock. So I, I got I got to be done anyway so that I can uh, call and talk to her. So awesome. All right, bud. Well, great talking to you. And uh, thanks for being on the call once again. Sorry that we started a little late to the people who are listening, but um, great to be on here and uh, awesome call again. I appreciate awesome show, I should say. And uh, thanks for sharing all your insight. You too, man. I appreciate you. Thank you. All right, dude, we'll talk soon. You have a great day. Bye, everybody. Mm -hmm.